So, a bunch of new tasers and trailers and whatnot have come out from New York Comic Con, and yeah, I'm going to talk about them, especially the Picard trailer. I have a lot of feels about the Picard trailer. We're going to talk about Discovery, and oh, I'm so excited that there's a Lost in Space teaser. You have no idea. No idea at all. So let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. And I, I just don't want to blather a lot at the beginning because I do think that there's going to be a lot to talk about in here. Now, do bear in mind, this is not going to be a trailer breakdown. I am not going to be going through these scene by scene, second by second, frame by frame, to break down everything that's going on in these trailers because I know a lot of people are already going to be doing that and this is an audio podcast which means y'all can't see what's on the trailer if I do that so it wouldn't make sense at all so that is not what I'm going to be doing today that is not but I do want to talk about what has transpired and some thoughts that I have and some feels I have a lot of feels about these trailers so Before we get into any of this, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. really does help out a lot. tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we actually get to communicate in real life. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you all so much who have already done that, and let's just get on with the show. Okay, so first of all, we finally have a trailer, a proper trailer for Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. For Star Trek Picard. You know that show we all wanted to happen and begged for and the great and wonderful minds? That, yeah, no, we didn't ask for this, did we? None of us asked for this. But we're getting it anyway. So, yeah. I, I am of so many mixed minds on this. I, I I will put a link to all of these, the YouTube videos for all of these trailers in the show notes. So if you haven't seen them already, you can pause, watch them, and then listen if you want. That way you know what I'm talking about. Because I'm just going to make reference to things that happen in them. Because, oh, things happen in them. First of all, I have to say... Whoever decided to put that wig on Brent Spiner's head needs to be hit with a stick. Okay, I get it. He's playing Data again, and it's awesome to see him playing Data again. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to go off the argument that that's the original wig that they had for Brent Spiner. But the problem with that is Brent Spiner is a human and not an android. So the shape of his face has changed over time, and it looks weird on his head. It, it 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 just doesn't look right. And that takes a lot for me, a Star Trek fan who's been watching Star Trek for a long time and who has seen every episode of the original series more times than I can count, to say that this may be one of the worst wigs in Star Trek history, with the exception, of course, of those weird hippies. You know, Herbert, 
Hibbert, Herbert, I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm not happy, I'm not impressed, I'm not, I'm not nothing. It is what it is, and okay. So, Ghost Data is drawing, is painting, Ghost Woman, and Picard doesn't know how to finish it. Okay, I guess that's our mystery box that they're setting up for us, because... Of course, there have to be mystery boxes, because Alex Kurtzman spent way too much time with J.J. Abrams, or something like that. The opening of this, the, the only thing that made me laugh is when we find out that Jean-Luc named his dog Picard, um, his Picard's dog. I can't talk. The only, Picard's dog is named number one. And that's kind of awesome. That made me laugh. That was cute. Got it. He's always had a number one in his life. He'll always have a number one in his life. He gets himself a dog and he names him number one. And I cannot think of a better analogy for Riker than a cute little puppy dog that follows you around and does what you say and every now and then makes a mess on the carpet. That's definitely a good way to think about Riker. Yes. And then we have the mysterious stranger show up, and I'm not going to get too much into that. And she needs help because people are trying to hurt her. And Picard goes to San Francisco and has a little tiff with people at Starfleet Command and gets on a ship. And da 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 da. And there are Romulans, and one of them looks like Legolas and has a sword because Star Wars is awesome. We'll get to that. And I, okay, let's just get to the point. The most exciting, the best part of the teaser was seeing Jerry Ryan playing seven of nine again, taking names and kicking butt. I don't know why that excited me so much. I mean, I like Voyager, but you know, and this is no offense to her or anything or to the character, but seven of nine probably wouldn't make my top 10 list of favorite Star Trek characters and Voyager is far from my favorite Star Trek series, but I don't know. There was something about that that just thrilled me more than seeing Picard, more than seeing Deanna Troy, more than seeing Riker, more than finding out that they have a daughter, more than any of that. The thing that excited me most was seeing Seven of Nine. And the thing that confused me the most was Romulan Legolas, who we are told is a Romulan and I'm okay with that because we know very little about Romulan culture. We really only have the Unification episodes to give us any hint at Romulan culture. And they don't really because they're about Romulans who are wanting to adopt Vulcan culture. So, okay. But, so all, it looks like every rumor is true. Except for maybe the John Delancey Q one, but who knows. They, they like bringing Q in, and I would love to see John Delancey come back and play Q, though I think they're going to be hard-pressed to have him do a better job than he did when he came back to play Q as Discord on My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, it, it looks good. It looks fine. It They really pulled all the nostalgia strings. I mean, it was nice seeing Brent Spiner back, but oh, that wig, that wig. The ship designs were okay, but they didn't blow me away. I wasn't all that excited about them. 
which is sad because I usually really get into Star Trek designs and maybe when I see them more and longer and have a chance to actually live with them I'll be more excited but I'm not I don't like that they didn't set up the mystery because apparently there's a mystery because yeah and I, I wish they had taken more time to set that up because that's really what you have to sell me on to convince me that I need to continue giving you money to watch a series that's behind a paywall. I mean, it's nice to see Marina Sirtis back and to see Jonathan Franks back. And yeah, that's nice. And I mean, it's always good to watch Patrick Stewart. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But I mean, I sat through three x-men movies just for patrick stewart because reasons but telling me that you have patrick stewart and look don't you remember this and don't you remember that it, it's it's not it's not storytelling <laughs> and i get that you're trying to get me with the nostalgia and maybe you'll give me a better trailer a little bit closer because we have till what january 23rd before the series actually comes out so there's time for more but you're probably going to get my money because it's a Star Trek series and I have a problem. I have a severe addiction to Star Trek and I just can't break it. But I don't think this trailer, other than the Jerry Ryan thing, like I almost want this to be Star Trek 7 of 9 more than I want it to be Star Trek Picard. Because there were so many plot threads left open with the Borg when voyager ended and i'm really curious where they're going to go with all that and that actually in the weirdest way excites me most about the trailer and for all i know that's one episode and that's that's i think where this trailer failed me <laughs> and i think the new york comic con information that's come out has failed me you know, how many episodes are we going to get? How many episodes is Seven of Nine going to be on? How many episodes is Jonathan Franks and Marina Sirtis going to be on? How many times are we going to see Ghost Data? Because Data's dead and they haven't rebuilt Before yet, even though Before has all of Data's memories because they searched for Spock that so they could kill Data and bring him back if they needed to. So, you know, at some point, somebody's going to rebuild Data and they're going to recast him. And that's why we're getting ghost data so that when they give us the new data with the new face, because that's what's going to happen. Mark my words. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a love triangle because, of course, there's a love triangle because what's writing without a love triangle? OK, January 23rd, I'll watch it if I have to and it's Star Trek which means I have to but I would love to know what you all think so we also got a trailer for Discovery season 3 Discovery Unleashed Discovery in the new time Discovery 800 and some 900 and some odd years in the future where Picard apparently failed because Federation's suffering, or not, because it's a new threat. Who knows? And maybe it'll have something to do with that weird Calypso short trek thing, but maybe not. 
because Alex Kurtzman's going to be coy about it because yeah that means it's probably going to have something to do with that even though I really feel like Calypso's already been dealt with because Calypso was kind of the dealing with the critter from the last season I think like the way I watch it but okay get on with your bad self so the federation has a new seal yay i'm okay with updated branding it's 900 years in the future so that's what 700 years after the next gen so okay federation has a new symbol they have a president who's been waiting on michael burnham because as we all know she is the chosen one and don't get me wrong i'm not one of those people that just doesn't like michael burnham I just think that they're putting way too much emphasis on one character and they need to let the show be Star Trek and really branch out and become an ensemble cast and having the freaking president of the Federation be like, I have been waiting for you. You, Michael Burnham, are my last hope. I get it. You guys like Star Wars. You wish you were working on Star Wars and you don't have Star Wars. You only have Star Trek and that breaks your heart, but... I love Star Trek, and I want my Star Trek to be Star Trek, but okay, fine. So they're in the future, and we get a monologue from Saru, and there are Andorians doing things, and the phasers are weird, round, and look like the weapons from, was it Logan's Run? I think it was Logan's Run that had weapons like that. Maybe that's a homage. Maybe that's what's going to be happening in this series, because reasons gotta have reasons don't we and look i'm not as down on star trek discovery as a lot of people i enjoyed a lot of season one with one glaring well two glaring problems that i found with season one i i actually enjoyed season two i think season two was pretty good it, it the last episode offended me because <laughs> It's Star Trek Discovery, and if it isn't upsetting at least once towards the end of a season, then it's not being Star Trek Discovery. And, okay, fine, they're in the future, nobody cares about them anymore. So, Because nobody's allowed to talk about them anymore. Fine, okay, whatever. Um, but, again, they didn't really give anything to be excited about, because they, they just stubbornly dug their heels in. The problem that... I have with the show and I'm somebody who kind of likes it I like a lot of the new characters I want more about them and I'm kind of down with some of the stories they've been telling but for goodness sakes doubling down on the idea that Michael Burnham is the chosen one is not going to win anyone over and I get it maybe they don't want to win over people maybe they've just written off the people that don't like discovery because of burnham and that's probably not a stupid thing to do because a lot of those people not all of them but a lot of those people are the kind of people that just don't like strong female characters on principle so they'll never come over and like discovery because of that they've been mad ever since janeway but or they'll tell you that how much they secretly love janeway but michael burnham's a step too far because everybody's Mary Sue and yeah she's a Mary Sue she's she has problems Michael Burnham has problems 
The universe revolves around her a bit too much. But they seem to be doubling down on that. So, I mean, it, it, it will be what it will be. I, I want to get excited. I, I want to love Star Trek again, but you don't make it easy. So far, at least, I have not seen a trailer for Lower Decks, though I kind of expected one. Just some kind of a teaser, because, you know, Rick and Morty does Star Trek. Is not a good sale for me. <laughs> but I haven't seen if they put a trailer out for that yet. Or for the kids animated show that they're doing, because, yes, there are going to be four Star Trek series ongoing at the same time. Maybe a fifth one, because they're still playing coy about whether or not they're going to do the Pike series. Because, yeah. And I would show up for that, I think. Jason Isaacs, Pike was amazing, and Ethan Peck's Bach was amazing, and oh, give me Rebecca Romaine. I, I will show up for anything with Rebecca Romaine in it. I, I will definitely, definitely do that. But yeah, we'll see. It's Discovery being Discovery. But last, last and not least, my Christmas present this year from Netflix is we're finally getting the second season for Lost in Space. Which hopefully means, since it took so long to get season two, they've already filmed season three and it's in the very prolonged post-production period or whatever it took did to take so long because it doesn't look like it, they waited that much because the kid still looks really young. So, basically this is going to be the search for the robot, which, yeah... <laughs> Given the way season one ended, I could have guessed that. I, I they didn't. It was it's a teaser, so they didn't really tell us much except for there are going to be monsters. There's going to be really pretty space thingies. There's going to be a robot at some point, and Will Robinson's going to get weirder. Because okay, I'm down with that. Oh, and uh, at some point, Doctor Smith is going to eat a chip. Yeah, because that's sinister, isn't it? I don't know, almost anything Parker Posey does is sinister when she does it just right. All said and done, it looks good. It looks beautiful. I loved season one of this show. If you have not seen it and you have a Netflix account, check out season one of Lost in Space. It, it wasn't the reboot that I wanted, but it's the reboot I needed. Because I love the original series, I wanted something lighthearted and fun like the original series. This is not lighthearted at all. It's it's like the Battlestar Galactica reboot, as it is to the original Battlestar Galactica. So this Lost in Space is to the original Lost in Space. But yeah, I'm down for it. It it turned out really good, and I, I'm just glad to know that it's out that it's coming out. I am a little bit confused why they called it Lost in Space 2 instead of Lost in Space Season 2. Does that mean they're going to make me have multiple things on my list instead of putting it in as Season 2 of the first one? I, I don't know. Weird nomenclature things that they do over at Netflix that just don't make sense to me. But the visuals were beautiful. The giant thing and I don't know if that was a nebula or a gas giant that you see swimming through the space gas. Oh my goodness, that was beautiful. Stunning. Breathtaking. And I, I just, I don't know, I, I'm excited. 
I'm curious who all escaped the planet and how if we're going to see any of the other survivor ships going forward because I think there, there are reasons that we could and reasons we could not and I, I didn't get enough from the teaser that they put out to let me know one way or the other but I'm sure they'll give us more because it's Netflix and there's going to be a thousand trailers leading up to the actual release because that's what they do but I'm very excited there is space opera on the way and it looks mostly okay to good so yay i hope you enjoyed this episode i really hope the sound of the podcast is getting better i'm playing around in the new studio space that i'm messing around with here hopefully it's sounding better i think it is but i'm not y'all and I hate listening to the sound of my own voice, so I have my own issues with the way it sounds, and it's mainly because I'm in it. But I would love to know if you have any thoughts on that, or any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, do let me know. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it simple, keep it clean, so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm C.E. Dorsten on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you haven't already rated this episode, please do so, or the podcast in general. It really does help out a lot. If you've got a dollar you can pass my way, I would be eternally grateful to you. Down in the show notes or wherever they are in the app you're listening to me on, you'll find a link to both my Patreon and to the community support page. The difference between the two is the people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. I am working hard on developing that space opera setting that i'm probably maybe going to be writing in november we will see or at least working on in november and i already have a couple articles up so definitely go check that out the scarian oh i love them so much and i can't wait to play around with them more and there'll be more articles to come And all of that is powered by the fact that you all are helping me support myself through Patreon. So thank you so much for that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast or any of the work that I do, do share it with them. That helps out a lot too. Um, I think that's it. So until next time, have the fun. Bye.